0: taken us 15 tries to get the video working and audio working together good thing i said hey maybe we should try this out because it was not working to begin with again and this is coming from somebody who said yes i tested it last night blah, blah 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 and i'm like well did you leave it open as it was no everything was closed down when i came in and we had to reset up again so i said hey maybe we should actually run through a quick test and thankfully we did okay because now it's working are you proud of yourself I'm feel like a big man i'm proud of myself got your big boy pants on I like how that's like a phrase that you like to say that you don't think is condescending, but it's very condescending. What? Oh, you got your big blue pants on? You said that to AJ too, and he even like took a... <laughs> we all were like, hey man, like chill out. And we were like, oh, I'm just... That's like a common phrase you say. That's like a nice thing to say to people. <laughs> <laughs> that was your response. Um, okay.
1: Well, start your podcast. Yeah, yeah. We've started the intro music is playing. I hear it. Anyway, um, we're live. We've been gone for a while. We apologize for that to all you people who are and are not listening <laughs> out there in the galaxy. Um, so thank you for returning. I know we've gotten a few more hits on the last episode, but here in the United States, we've had a few holidays in the way, you know, Thanksgiving. And then, of course, we've had Christmas. Then we've had New Year's and illness and uh, plain old laziness. Um <laughs> on behalf of my co-hosts of course never me but anyways um this is <laughs> do it by yourself then do it by the, yourself then yes yes this is episode seven of uh and so now we've made it to episode seven the announcement the announcement yeah and you, I, you almost see like right off the bat why they call it the announcement but go ahead yeah so far everything they've said they've kind of work their way into the script in one way or another, um, which I guess is kind of cool. Like what was it? The other episode before the eye was called the ax remembers. And it's like, huh, weird name for an episode. I wonder why they did that. And it ends well, up being yeah, a line. In, yeah. In it ends episode. up being a line from skiing. But anyway, the quick, uh, would you, Mike, like to give the quick summary? Uh, yes, Mike. I'm Luca, your host. With me, my as always, my co-host, my brother, Mike. Sadly. We're missing AJ. We are missing time. AJ. And but um, Mike definitely missing AJ more than I am. Yes. Um, I need my partner to help. to help, criticism. To help, uh, yeah,
0: trash my brother and this whole operation. Yes, yes. Um, that's why we're all here. But I just will have to be doubly as harsh uh, on him. <laughs>
1: yes, Vader style. <laughs> I didn't apologize for anything. You will. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, give so us a quick summary of the episode, the season,
0: announcement. Season yep, season one, episode seven. This is the announcement. Um, you know, this is kind of the aftermath of all everything that kind of led up to this point from the um the last three episodes you know, getting the, the heist together and now everything, you know, kind of falling into place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the climax of, of that has happened now it's kind of dealing with the aftermath of all this, this chaos that they think is going to ensue. Yeah. And it is chaos. Cause y- you know, I, I made For some th- more than others. Yeah. I made this point to Luca as well. Um, you know, the last couple episodes where we talked, I, you know aj hit it on the head which makes me think that fucker red you know <laughs> fucking looked ahead. that bastard <laughs> just wants to sound smart because everything that he said you know mm. about the empire like, overreacting now he's like this is exactly what happened i'm like is this guy's not smart I enough am. to have that insight <laughs> like he's had too much insight into this goddamn podcast <laughs> and the show for him not to watch ahead that bastard mm-hmm. so aj i'm calling you out i know you've been watching ahead and uh, so you've seen this, you've seen this series probably six times by now. Um, but anyways, yeah, so this is now dealing with the aftermath, you know, immediately out of the gate, they cut back to Karn. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously they're bringing back him back into the fold. So, you know, a lot of the older characters that you saw from the first, you know, couple episodes, one through three, you know, you start to see them again. You know, and the other reason you start to see them again is because Cassian you know the first thing he does after this whole thing is he goes back home right you know to see his mom and everything like that. but you know you have the part with the i s b you know how they're kind of reacting, um, yeah well, and that's where the name of the episode comes in. Deirdre says, mm-hmm. you know Deirdre. Deirdre. yeah d e d r a is how well, she spells her name I'm an American, this is America, <laughs> so I say Deirdre <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, Daedra, (laughs) Daedra. Yes, Master. Daedra, you know, you kind of see her, uh, input with the ISB. Um, You know, and how she thinks that now there's this overreaction, overcorrection. But then, yes, Cassian
1: goes back home to see his mom. I don't think Daedra thinks it's an overreaction. Um, No, she does. Everybody else does. Um, Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she's
0: the one that said this is what they did is just an announcement. Mm -hmm. You know, but then now the Empire is just like freaking out. Right. You know, because now it's like. You know, every little crime all of a sudden is now becoming like you have a twenty year sentence somehow. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um but anyways, yeah. So then, you know, it it this um uh episode tackles, you know, the ISB, kind of how they're preparing Daedra. Right. Um, Karn gets reintroduced, Bix gets reintroduced because, you know, and he goes back to uh Ferracks, mm-hmm. goes back to Ferrex to see his mom and say, Hey, mom. Like this is it? I did it. I got the money that I needed to get you out of here, and like, let's, let's go. Just, let's just be done. You know, just to see his little droid too, right? But that was that was his whole thing. He just wanted to do this to kind of get out and just be done
1: and mm-hmm. go hide and just that's big, the end of it. You know, and
0: even that when was he's kinda, talking
1: to her, he tells her he's that, like, that was kind um, of. a... Uh, don't think he calls her mom. He's like, I scored. Um, I scored. Yeah, I scored.
0: But that was his thing. He was saying like, hey, like. You know, now I'm I'm getting you out of here. Like, that's yeah. it. Like, we accomplished what, you know, I wanted to accomplish. And then he's like, I'm done. Like, you know, I got the money that I've always been chasing. To like, which let's, he was like, I'm not going yeah. anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And then his mom kind of had that reaction. Like. Marva is her name. Yeah. The, the fight's not over. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just the beginning. You know, this is the, the start of the rebels and stuff like that. Like, it's this is just the very beginning where Cassian's kind of like. You know i don't understand like i'm yeah. i'm here you know and then um um i think the last you know portion of the episode um you know they they show luthan um y- y- you know there's a portion of the episode where luthan um and uh, mont mothma kind of have their reaction you know it's this is kind of like th-
1: that's the next part yeah yeah so after yeah. um after karn kept, i'm sorry not karn Yeah, Karn catches up with his mom, um, and that's when he first learns that there's been a heist, and he's like, what? What the hell's going on? And she's like, yeah, something going on in Aldani or whatever. So now it's making news galaxy-wide that there's been, uh, as they say, a robbery, but they really don't know that it's rebel action being taken against them. And it's starting here in a very big way Mm -hmm. on Aldani. And then um, you pointed out when we were watching... uh, the shots of uh, Daedra and um, her boots and her uniform, and how she's got the flared, you know, yeah. cavalry pant legs or whatever that are super, super menacing looking, in your opinion. Um, and now, yeah, you had that one ISB guy, which I don't think they've mentioned his name or whatever, but he's like, he's calling down all the threats that are being uh, leveled. He's like, anybody caught harboring, you know, rebellious activity or civil unrest, you know, they're going to be levied 20% or 20 times whatever was or no 5 times whatever was in taxes whatever was stolen. Yeah. Like, so once we tabulate what's stolen, if you we find out you're, you know, not throwing straight dice, guess what? You're going to be uh responsible for those funds lost. Yeah. So now it's it's,
0: you know, revisiting all the some of the former characters. Like I said, Bix is back. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see her back, but you know, it was one of those things where Cassian um you know, Cassian goes and sees her, and she's not. You know, she's not happy. Ferrex yeah. is not in a good place, and it's all because of you know Cassian. Yeah, and she straight um, up
1: tells him, "She's like, you brought the Imperials yeah. here, so yeah. uh, you better watch out. Because if you stick around, it's likely that someone will turn you in. Because we were fine yep. with just the Corpos, but now we've got all these um, Imperial goons around, but." In when Luthen is talking with Mon Mothma in his grand calculus, this is exactly, you know, going according to his plan. He's like, Yeah, this, he's like, this is perfect. He's like, Yeah, the emperor sees what happens. And he's like, Now they're cracking down. Yep. So, yep, as yep. soon as they, you know, crack down more, more people are going to get pissed off, and that's going to drive them towards rebellion, which is what we want. And they right. Very- and I, he does say a line like that. Mm -hmm. um you know oppression i wrote down the quote where he's like um has anyone ever made a weapon that wasn't used that was a cool
0: yeah that was a cool line
1: and then he leans into uh, mon mothma some more because she's clearly freaking out at what's happened she's like this was you you did this yeah And he's like yeah we need the money um the network set up this is a perfect test that it's working and functioning and then he goes on to tell her, he's like, the Empire is choking us so slowly mm-hmm. that, you know, no one has noticed. He's like, so we got to change that. Um, and that's when it cuts back to Karn again. I actually uh, like that line, you know, has anyone ever built a weapon?
0: Um, yeah, that wasn't not used. It, yeah, not intended for usage or whatever. It almost reminded, like the way he delivered it, it reminded me of like, you know, Ultron mm-hmm. saying something in, um, you know, the... Um, It's okay that he's mentioning Marvel. It's owned by Disney, just like Star Wars is. So, one of the rare crossover moments in this podcast that you will hear sounded like Ultron, something Ultron would say or something like that. Well, Ultron
1: said, um, I think you're confusing peace for quiet, is what he said to Tony. Um, (laughs) Peace, because he quotes Um, Tony's peace in our time. Yep. And he's like, and that's when he says, I think you're confusing peace with quiet. Yeah. Which is a great line in that movie. Yeah. but, um,
0: get, and then getting to, I guess, you know, now, um, there's also the part with Val yeah. where, um, Luthan's assistant meets with Val and kind of, they want to turn her loose to find Cassian cause they think now he's a loose end, yeah. um, that they need to hunt down and just eliminate. So, um, Val now is tasked with going to hunt down Cassian, um, and then, um, yeah, there's just this fighting and bickering within the ISB. You know, there's that one dude who, whose sector is Ferex where Daedra keeps on, you know, interfering and trying to get in his business and yeah. stuff like that. That
1: assistant's name was Clea, by the way. Clea. Yes. She's Luthan's assistant. Yeah, And her character. I kept thinking um, they were saying Leia. Yes. You did think you know, that and keeps throwing I, me off. I looked up her name. It's Clea. Clea. And yeah, she's dressed. Kind of super menacing looking, um, with her red cloak over her. Claire looked kind of cool,
0: not necessarily menacing. I almost thought like Jedi-like when I saw her walking and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, and I, I didn't even recognize her. I'm like, is this a new character? Like, and I thought, right? She's been there like the that. whole
1: time talking to Luthan, and I don't think, um, I'm sure they've shown her a couple of times because she talks to Luthen. But for whatever reason, she really hasn't stood out much this time around. the, the way they her costume and whatnot and when she goes and meets Vel and that little secret meaning which uh by the way was a real set like they built those buildings there where yeah. they have that overhead shot of her walking and that's where i pointed it out yeah, to you that's awesome um, I saw something on YouTube which uh, I'm shameless, I'm shamelessly stealing their idea or whatever they pointed out they're like, yeah do you know why do you know why this show was fucking awesome it's like because they actually built the fucking sets that people are standing on so everything you see is something that's actually behind the lens for the most part yeah you know, where it's obviously a, a special effect but when you've got people's boots on the ground, it's their boots on the ground on an actual set that was built for them. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. They don't have then, to Ewan McGregor their performance.
0: <laughs> the fishmonger. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the the episode ends with Niamos. Niamos? Niamos?
1: Nialos. Niamos. Niamos. Yeah. Nia, Nia Amos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Niamos. Um, where it's this beachy kind of town where that's where Andor, you know, ends up going to yeah. just get get out. You know, he's got a he's got a woman in bed with him. Hell yeah. yeah. Get out.
1: <laughs> if you made it out with as much money as he did, <laughs> just um, um he's blow, be... blow
0: off a little steam.
1: And yes. uh <laughs> only the ten thousand credit a night hookers, please. Um let me get one of those.
0: Um but I actually, you know, they come zooming into that town of course the town looks looks beautiful or city whatever you want to call it this yeah. beachy town where he's just relaxing for a little bit mm-hmm. um but you know it doesn't take long for him to get back into trouble for doing absolutely nothing you know he's just walking he sees a, a trooper running after some people
1: yeah you know, scout trooper yeah and he, the uh again this is something you pointed out this was the armor, the armor from, yeah um, it was
0: really cool uh, yeah it just was the desert
1: camo, you know,
0: because that's where they're at. Because they have own.
1: blue and red on the armor, and that was something that you saw in Rogue One. So it's kind of cool to see that, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That, um, that particular armor type is proliferated just because, you know, you've got. we've seen snow troopers, we've seen scout troopers, we've seen um, storm troopers. Um, I don't think we've ever seen any troopers in camouflage or whatever. Um I'm sure they're out there. Oh no, that that was in episode or Revenge of the Sith, episode uh, three, where we see the clone trooper that's in the full jungle ca- jungle camo that's hanging out with Yoda. Um, I'm trying
0: to think. In episode six, what are they wearing? I think it was the Rebels who were the ones that were like in camo. The Rebels the were the ones. Stormtroopers are still just wearing straight white. <laughs> uh,
1: again, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the
0: arrogance of the Empire. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah.
0: Um, so then, so then he gets he gets captured. Um, you know, there's one of the Imperial uh, droids. Mm-hmm. Um, Imperial
1: security droids. K2SO yeah. from Rogue One. So yep. I think this is the first time that Cassian has encountered one of those. And so just picks up, you know, you see it. You
0: see these bodies go like yep. flying. I thought it yeah. was a cool scene because you see bodies just go like flying by. <laughs> yeah, And then next thing you know, you see one of those droids just start to walk up and it's carrying two guys mm-hmm. You know, and it's just throwing them around and stuff like that. And you see another guy go flying by. And then eventually, yeah, that's one comes and just chokes out Cassian.
1: What's interesting is it's not entirely clear um, what these guys are being busted for. Some dudes are running. And, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And Cassian just gets swooped up in that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, ends up with a six year sentence. But I think that's leading into the next. Yeah. Um, um, that might be leading into the next um episode, I think, where he gets his sentence or does he get sentence in this one? I, I can't quite remember.
1: Yeah, so really <clears throat> after after getting away clean, yes. which is the real bummer of it yes. all. He gets away clean. Oh, yeah, it is this one. Why would he take the why would he go to a planet that is controlled by the Empire? I don't know. It seems kinda dumb on his part. But again, he just I wanted to think... hang out, you know, go somewhere where they have blackjack and hookers <laughs> and just fucking get his dick wet. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's literally, I think what he was
0: thinking was, hey, I'm Keith, whatever. You know, no yeah, one yeah. no one knows it's me. Yeah, it's I'm gonna be, yeah. Playing
1: yeah. smooth jazz. I'm going to be able to blend it. <laughs> Asking all the Twilight hookers, you like jazz? And they're like... <laughs> Um,
0: um, they should have put them with like an alien woman or something, but, uh, Oh, like, Star like Fu- Futurama. Um, <laughs> yeah. Futurama or Star Lord or something.
1: Or um, droid, a robot one. Like but no, but also yeah. In, uh, what is it? Oh yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Sex bot or something. Two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but no, it ends. I, I don't know if you remember, but it ended with Karn just kind of like sitting <laughs> in that desk Um, you know, cause Karn, I think the only position they had available for him at the moment was like the fuel, um, I don't know, analyzing fuel or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, but, um, and that was it. And so it ends showing him, you know, just sitting there miserable being like the fuck, you know, just be like, all right, well, at least I'm back here. I don't know who said it,
1: but it might've been one of our, um, it might've been AJ. It might've been, it might've been me or could have been you, whoever we had on, um, (laughs) But Probably so, AJ because somebody has all was making this p- divine insight because he watched <laughs> ahead. Bastard. All this, all this clairvoyance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're up to, AJ. <laughs> it's not, not going to go unpunished or unnoticed. Your treachery. Um, somebody made the prediction early on that, like, okay, Karn, what is this guy doing? Why did they like after the first three episodes? we were kind of curious like why they bothered bringing him back afterwards. Yeah. And they show that he's hanging out with his mother on Coruscant or whatnot. And it's like, hmm, interesting. Of all places to go. It's funny how, um, you still don't
0: know his uncle yet. They keep mentioning it. Right. But like one of the first things I noticed was, yeah, that opening scene, his mom is just (laughs) trashing what he's wearing. Mm
1: -hmm, She's mm -hmm. like, don't
0: wear You know, don't wear that. Like, you know, your collar, here's what it says. (laughs) I'm desperate for approval. That's literally, she's like, yeah, that shirt with that collar and everything just screams like I'm desperate for approval. And I was like dying laughing at that I line. I think
1: he sounds like George Costanza's mom. you wearing that shirt. <laughs> That's, You've had that shirt for five years. Why don't you get a new shirt? Why don't you buy a new shirt? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but no, he sees yeah. So in the beginning too, he finally sees the Aldani news. Yes, master.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um, I know we're
0: jumping around a little bit here. Well, that's um, kind what of what the full. We we kind of went through the entire episode, gave it kind of its bullet points. But um, yeah, we can now circle back around. Um, you know, and that was something from the beginning that I kind of noticed that I thought was funny.
1: Was um, a couple other things. Um, So let's see. There was a cool shot of, um, we were kind of wondering what happened to everybody else in the party. So we know that Vel made it out because she talks with Clea, um, Luthen's assistant. But then it cuts to, um, at one point, I think she asks about Cinta. Cinta, yeah, they show her. escaping Aldani. She's got a little speeder bike, you know, hidden in the dirt somewhere. And then, of course, as she's escaping, you see a Star Destroyer flying in. um, That,
0: yeah, I actually noted that. That was, um, that was one of the cool, yeah. Cool things. shop. Yeah. Believe it yeah. or
1: not, not as cool as some of the TIE fighters.
0: It wasn't as menacing. It wasn't as
1: menacing. But, you know, how close,
0: how close can you get a Star Destroyer, you know, how close yeah. do you want to need to bring the Star Destroyer in the middle of mountains? Mm-hmm. You know, she was in the middle of a valley, whereas a TIE fighter, you can swoop through there. Right. So that's probably why it wasn't as menacing sounding, but still just cool to see that. One thing to note,
1: uh, when Cassian makes it back to Ferex, yes, he's talking to his, you know, mother figure, Marva, trying yeah. to get her out of there. Of course, he goes and sees Bix, too. And that's when he finds out, you know, Bix has been roughed up. Um, uh, yeah. And also, she he finds out her boyfriend's name was Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good old Timmy. Um, so, Timmy's dead, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Timmy's been dead. Yeah, yeah, Tim, yeah, Timmy's been dead for a while. Sorry about that. Um, Apology accepted. Get the So, Tim's dead. That's Tim with two M's, because <laughs> that's how they spell it on IMDb. But... He also brings up something uh, about the buyer again because Luthen. I don't think he knows Luthen's name. We know Luthen's name, yeah, but I don't think he knows yep. Luthen's name. So this is he something. is
0: worried about this guy because he mentions to her, he's like, this guy knew everything about me, yeah, you know, right, right off the bat, he knew everything about me,
1: yeah. So that's kind of interesting because it turns out like. Uh, I guess Luthen was more keen to recruit Andor than, Mm -hmm. you know, get the technology that he was selling. But keep this in mind because Bix is the one that goes to the little radio tower or whatever and starts punching in Morse code or whatnot. Yeah. um, To try to find, uh, you know, whoever, whatever, or something like that. That I think is the next episode.
0: I think you're um, getting it I think you're getting it mixed up cuz I don't think she does that in the first She one.
1: doesn't do it in this episode but she has done it. That's yeah. why it's important and okay. that's why it's going to come up. Um maybe in the next episode, who knows. Well, I don't know. But uh you'll find out. But the fact that he's asking um ask the fact that Cassian is asking her about that I I think was kind of important because now you know, Luthin keeps on saying the network, the network, the network's been yeah. set up. So how many parts of this network exists? We know yeah. that there's the one on Ferex because Bix is the one communicating with him. Um, and then we also know that there, there was the one on Aldani where we had all the little, the rebel cell set up over there. And then Daedra, Daedra is, she's... Clock them all over the galaxy. Yeah, she makes the line. Base. Yeah, never yeah. climb the same fence twice is what she says. Yep, yep. It's and too random of- to be random. Um, let's see. And then we had a pretty cool flashback. I want, um, I want them to dive a little
0: more into her background. Who? I know Daedra, because I feel like you just know she's this fierce, you know, woman who's gonna just doesn't matter. You know, if she notices something out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter about following the rules. She's just going to be, you know, she's just this ambitious type that I'm going to find it no matter what. I don't care if it's my, you know, I don't care if I have to cross into somebody else's territory. Mm -hmm. Like there's something going on over there that they're not noticing. I'm going after it, you know? So now I think with the new, rules on on the uh empire overreacting that is going to benefit her
1: her boss because
0: now yeah because now she's going to be able to get access to
1: major part of Gaz.
0: yeah she's going to be able to get access to resources the game of thrones sorcerer yes god
1: damn it um <laughs> that's where he's from i know there's two know. game of thrones characters know, in here because yeah. vel yep. um which i found out um uh, which I found out today, v- Faye Marseille, the actor that plays her, Vel Sartha, the rebel, the blonde haired yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was the, I guess not torturer, but she was the one in, I don't know what season of Game of Thrones when Arya goes blind, when she goes back yep, to that yep, yep. area with the many faced god guy. Yeah. Um, Vala a cool, Margulis or whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah, dude. That, That was a cool scene. She's the one that keeps on calling us sweet girl, sweet girl, (laughs) and uh, you know she's the one tasked with killing her.
0: Um, Another thing I was going to ask you about was, what did you think about the you know conversation between Mon Mothma and um, Luthen? Like she goes early in the episode, yeah, early in in the episode, she goes first thing to his place, and it was kind of talking with him.
1: She's, you could tell that she's clearly rattled by this, and I think she. Might be a little naive as to what Luthen's plans were, because that's when he's telling her, he's like, he's like, what were my words? Um, (laughs) He's kind of getting in her face about it. And he's like, how do you think, you know, basically he was telling her, you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs, is really what he was telling her. And she's like, do you know what the emperor will do? Um, as a result of this, it's like, she's going to be like, there's going to be so many clampdowns and whatnot and heads busted as a result. Yeah. And he's like, exactly. That's yeah. what we want. And he's like, cause you know, the more they oppress, the more it stokes the flame of, of yeah. rebellion and what Rebellion. Yeah. I think is
0: the exact term that he used. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So now I was like, I was kind of like thinking something about mm-hmm. um, Luthen's assistant but then, Clea, yeah. yeah, Clea. But then as soon as the episode started to unfold a little more, cause she was like listening in on their <laughs> right, conversation right. and stuff during that whole time. But, um, you know, you kind of find out, um, some stuff later and I think it's in the next episode. No,
1: this is when she's got the dinner party going on and, um, she reveals to someone, um, uh, Cause she's having trouble with the money. Yeah. Uh, she mentions that yeah. in a previous episode as well. She can't get moving, access to moving the money around and yep. not getting access to the money. Yep. Large sums so of it
0: are, f- are looking, um, you yeah. Know, so sus- might look suspicious.
1: She phones another friend and that friend. Yeah, name. Tacoma. Tacoma is his T-coma, name? Tacoma.
0: I think was his nom- name. No. Uh, but, um, um, I don't know how to spell it though. Cause I wrote it weird twice in my notes. I wrote it as T A Y and then Coma. C O M A.
1: Like as two separate Tay words. Tay Colma. Colma. Yeah. K-O-L. That guy. Ben Ma- played by Ben Miles. Tay Colma. Yep. Yeah, yep. so apparently they're old schoolmates. He's um, another
0: like he's a banking dude. Yeah. And she's talking to, yeah, at like a dinner party and saying, like, hey, like, I got something ultra secretive we're working on. Mm-hmm. You know, only Three people in the galaxy know about and this, and she makes it
1: very clear. Yeah, she's like, Don't trust my husband, you know, with any of this. Yes, so just keep that in mind. But he's like, Oh, you know, he's like, I don't think you know what my politics are. We might not agree, <laughs> you know, that they're um, because she's doing all this charity work, yeah. Um, you know, yep. anytime the empire does something fucked up, uh, where they come in, she's She's like, OK, well, let's write a bill and raise some money for the refugees now that we have created as a result of this situation. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I just was going to say um, they were drinking another blue thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're obsessed with blue drinks here because uh, you see it in the beginning. You see like their cocktail or whatever. They called it something a blue. That was the next episode. No, that was this one. At the party? Yeah, at the party.
1: Was there the worm?
0: Tay Coleman. No, the one with the worm is the next one. But this one is, yeah, there was something blue they were drinking, and they actually, like, call it out by name.
1: Okay. I didn't catch that, but whatever. And, yes, there was blue milk that uh, (laughs) Karn is uh, eating with his cereal. Um, Yeah. but
0: the conversation His between, Imperios. yeah, the conversation um, <laughs> between, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> the conversation between them was, you know, Mon Mothman was basically saying like, look, here's all the things that is known about me and is seen mm-hmm. about me as being like this person who, you know, wants to do whatever. Right. Um, she's like, that's
1: a front. Right. Right. You she's know, as long as people think that's my public front. So right. that's why I need you moving forward yep. because you're going to help me move the money around. Yep. 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 Um, so, there was a really cool um, flashback when um, yep he was that on, was kind of right after yeah when um, you he goes back is trying to leave Ferrix and because um, apparently now so the stormtroopers are there they're occupying the planet and um, what was the name of the he's the Thorn and um, Daedra's side the um, lieutenant supervisor Blevin he's the guy that oh. was the previous sector commander yep. of um of uh, Ferrix or whatever yep and yep yep yeah that's his command yeah now we find out he's been demoted uh, because the emperor passes a law and it basically says whatever naval records you need access to you have them and that's when she starts going hey i need you to dig this up for me and i need you to dig it up now and then she files a report and uh you know what's his name uh major oh God, there's so many names to remember uh, uh, i know now on that major pardegas the guy that's yeah. kind of i think he's like second in command in that council because he's not number 1 right, that other yeah. guy that was coming through and yep yep, yep issuing yeah now. all the decrees i don't know who the hell so,
0: so much middle management
1: in uh, in the empire yeah yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know what his name was either um but what I'm you, talking you, about Karn. Yeah, you. well,
0: you missed about. out on the flashback. You started talking about the flashback yeah. with Cassian because you know, he was leaving.
1: The stormtroopers are there, and yeah. um, it flashes back to when he was just a, the tail end of the Clone Wars because you see, like, it's kind of weird. You see troops uh, white, and they, they're they clever about how they show this from a cinematography standpoint. Take notes, AJ. Um <laughs> Uh, that's a little cinematographer joke for AJ. Um but anyway, who, um who
0: who got assigned to be the cinematographer or director?
1: There was no vote. Uh but uh <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He got assigned. They show them the from director. the back and they show uh, you know Car- or what is it? Cassian is being warned and we find out that the character that's warning him is named Clem, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um and I guess that's his adoptive father. Yep. Um, yep, I think of the two people that Kidnapped him when he was on um, his home planet. It yep. was a guy and a girl, yep. and I, I guess that was Marva's partner or whatever. Yep. So that guy's name was Clem, and uh, apparently he throws a rock at uh, the stormtroopers that are. Well, actually, they're not stormtroopers. They do the one eighty, and we find out that they're second generation clone troopers. Clone troopers, yeah, because it's it's not the armor from Attack of the Clones. It's the armor from. Uh, Revenge of the Sith that they're yeah. wearing, which is clearly, you know, second in line. Uh, once you see what it looks like in Episode Four, you go, "Oh, okay, that's how they've modified the armor." You know, a third time, and then once we get to Episode Seven, you see they modify the armor again, um, which is kind of cool. So I like the evolutions that you see in the or the modifications in the stormtrooper armor along the way. Yeah, so I thought I, that middle ground between clone armor between you know Episode Four armor was kind of cool looking. Um, but anyway, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, it, but anyways, yeah, um, that's fine. You <laughs> don't need to, this isn't for you. Um,
0: yeah. So the flashback where it shows the clone troopers, mm-hmm. um, you
1: know, then you, he gets killed, he gets hung and they just leave his body. Yeah. In there so freeze and it's got ice caked up all over. It's yeah. Marva,
0: Marva mentions that she's like, you know, I, I, you know, would avoid, you know, walking through that town square. Cause I would have to see him hanging mm-hmm. there, you know, and I had to see Clem hanging there is the name that she said. And yep, so I'm yep. like, Oh, that's where the name Clem, mm-hmm. um, Comes came. From. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing I wanted to point out, and I don't know if you caught this was, um, she also mentions his sister Yeah, and she said, Hey, like, don't, don't go looking for, don't your bother, sister. go looking for your sister. Like, She's gone mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and
1: he makes the point of saying, He's like, I'm coming back. And then you see her like get up, she's got her cane in one yeah. hand, and then it looks like she grabs a blaster in the other hand, which yeah, you, I you saw pointed
0: out. Yeah, I saw that, and I was kind of like, Well, that's kind of weird. Why wouldn't the Imperials just like strip everybody down of their weapons? But I guess you Maybe can hide whatever.
1: It. Maybe yeah. she got it after they, uh, you know, raided her house because they already the security forces already came in there and raided the place once. So, yeah. Yep. I don't know why she's got that now or how she managed to sneak away with that, but it's just a guess. We don't know if it's a blaster or not. So
0: yeah, um, that makes me wonder. You know, the, the is well, the sister really still out there now? Why even mention something like that, or why even?
1: Why know? is she important? Um, is what's going to be interesting? Because we know it was the younger sister. We think, uh, or I think, again going back to the flashbacks in episode, it was between episode one and one three and three. Show yeah, the yeah. Flashbacks. Yep. So. Yep. Um. Okay. Um. And then, yeah. Uh, towards the tail end there, once Deidre reveals everything she knows, everything she's found out or whatnot about this network, is when um they have that major, like committee meeting where mm-hmm. they like you know the one dude that
0: you're talking about. Um, major. Yeah. He calls her something. out and says, "Hey, like she's
1: watch your back. On,
0: she's on my ass again." And blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then at the end of it.
1: You know, major part of gas. Yeah. He's like, he's like, well done. May I speak to you in the hallway yeah quickly? Um, and she gets out there. Everything is proceeding as and all proceed. Say-
0: <laughs> Excuse me. You're right. And all he said was, uh, hey, watch your back. And
1: then just like walked off. Like and I, that's,
0: you think it's going to be like a longer conversation, but that's all he said to her.
1: But it's politics yeah. now because yeah. she's got this room full of people. Um you know everybody's trying to get ahead she, she's clearly trying to get ahead in the isb and this dude warns her he's like yeah he's like i know you think your ambition is paying off um he's like but you've just painted a target on your back so yeah watch out yep, yep your yep, colleague uh blevin the other guy the the um, the guy that previously was in charge of the sector who knows what he might do now um as a result of this uh, and, yeah, we we see Karn. Right, yeah,
0: now now it just may be sabotage just to try to, you know, regardless of going after whatever's going on in his sector, he doesn't care. Now now it's just, how can I sabotage her?
1: Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the episode ends with Cassian being arrested. We see more Imperial probe droids. We see the scout trooper in that multicolored ar- yeah. desert armor. Yeah. And, yeah, he gets arrested on some bullshit charge or whatever just because the Empire can do what it can do. Um, again, I think it was super dumb of him to um, pull a stunt like this and go to a planet It was, that kind was of controlled a, by the Empire. but It was kind of unexpected. where the best yeah. hookers are. What can you do? What can you say? <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
0: I mean, Cinta, Sinta, who he was interested in, was actually with Val. So, I mean, right. yeah. So she's not into it. Unfortunately, and Bix, Bix had, um, yeah, Bix moved on and had Tim. So he didn't have any, uh, he didn't have anybody to,
1: to love him. That's so okay. yeah The one quote that caught me again towards the end there was when he's talking to Marva and she's saying, uh, you know, they could build as many barracks as they want. She's like, I'm already free. I'm free in my mind. Yeah. They could never imprison my mind. So she wasn't worried. And again, they have this conversation. Me- she's like. She's like, you're running away. There's no point. It's better to just stay and fight. And he keeps telling her, he's like, you're not going to win, though. He's like, she's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, it doesn't matter if you die. It doesn't matter if you lose. The fact that you fought, you know, is more important, um, which I think is interesting. That line. And he's like, leave. He's like, I'm leaving. And then she's like, he's like, I'll be worried about you all the time if you don't come with me. And she's like, that's just love. (laughs) Nothing you can do about that. I like, like your oh, Diego. So like your
0: Diego Luna.
1: Again, I gave his I gave his accent crap in the beginning because it was slightly Spanish, slightly you know foreign. I don't know is he <laughs> Turkish? Is he Greek? Um, you know they don't even uh, they don't even speak English. Um, <laughs> but
0: um, I don't know that line that she said. Yeah, was was um, made me think she's. Uh, slipping into the early stages of senility
1: um, okay. um, <laughs> anyway but no
0: i totally get it he just he doesn't understand why you know he they're just on two separate pages and you know and that's kind of why yeah you know he's the way he is um you know and and there's probably no changing him you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah, it does end with Karn and yes. the cool music. It shows Karn at his desk, just fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah. Because it was fuel. Um,
1: he was already, like, so he was an investigator. It was fuel
0: before. purity, he- was the only spot that they said they had to open. So that's what he was doing. But um, yeah, he figures out a way to work himself back into the, the fold. Oh, well, um, uh, yeah. well,
1: we'll save that for the next episode. Do you have so, anything else you want to say? I don't have any additional closing comments. Yeah,
0: like I said, I, we can give our lightsaber rating. Like, I thought this one was. Was uh, for me, I'm gonna give it four out of five, just because, yeah, there was there were certain things that I thought were kind of you know, and you touched on it, like Cassian, like why did he go to an Imperial Control? And I get it, like he didn't think he was gonna get caught, he, you know. He, he had years. a he had a different name, a different everything, but like now security is or you know the Empire is so like just you know tightened up, yeah, um, that yeah now they're just arresting anybody for walking down the street the wrong way is, yeah, yeah. is ultimately what happened to uh, cassian and now I mean, he, now he's got to serve a six-year sentence that would have been six months for i doing i don't even know what just pretty uh, you know
1: right right um sounds like the sounds like the yeah we'll the, find out what happens in the next episode um as far as my rating is concerned i'll give it a three out of five um this was a pretty good episode all around um Again, you know my rating structure compared to everybody else's. Um, so here we go. Here we go. Again, it was, it was good. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it wasn't good. Um, sorry, I got to turn this off so you could hear me. There you go. There's the third one. Apologies. Well, that's not the song. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you love this one. Um, you know which one I would love? what the music that was playing at the
0: end of the episode no the one that, or that um <laughs> the stuff we've been telling you to put on here from jedi fallen order like the mongolian
1: throat singing oh my god okay um, you don't listen to any of our you we want did, us to be I, on we, here and then you don't listen to any of our we did requests. that in the last episode and i pulled the song from youtube um the chant um yes anyway um so yeah three out of five for me um Again, it's didn't another. Expect it,
0: didn't expect anything more. It's the first episode. You don't like intros. <laughs> we get it.
1: I just find it. I just find it so dumb how at the in the last ten minutes of the episode when we catch up you know we when we catch up after he escapes from Farrick's, we find out like what's become of him all of a sudden he's got his cash all stashed away in the apartment or you know the hotel room where where he was and you could you could see he was clearly hiding it from that girl that he was with and um yeah as he's he's wandering around minding his own business but he's still yeah he looks, tried to go to the store yeah still kind of yeah that's where she sent him he still kind of looks a little sketchy and then yeah we get to the store we see that there's guards all around it and then people are running around for yep. whatever reason just thugs i don't stealing know i i, the I yeah
0: i'm kind of yeah curious as to where it's gonna go um but yeah we'll talk more about it in the next one
1: yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, follow us at SW Rewatch Pod on Twitter. Send us an email at Star Wars Rewatch Podcast at gmail.com and let us know what your thoughts are. If I have any other show notes that uh, I think of between now and then, I'll be sure to pop them in there. Stay tuned for um, the next episode, which is Narkena 5, Episode 8 of Andor Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, Chewie, get us out of here.
0: Why don't we just minute long without that's what the that's what the push is for. The